The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in to the show. Six minutes past the top of the hour here as we come to you live from the Front Porch Sports Studios on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. Another cloudy day, but they say mid-afternoon it's going to get a little warmer, a little sunnier. We will have some high school baseball and softball action this afternoon. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, had to bring it all back. It's kind of like yep. a comedian, you know. That last joke before they leave is always you got to bring it back to something in the middle, and that's, yeah. that's how we do. Yeah. Oh, man. Are there any creeks still around? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Uh, but we are excited to bring you the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today Bracket Challenge. Which I'm currently taking. <laughs> Which, Yeah. Mo, Mo waited to the last hour, literally. Literally. You can what, wait what, to the last what, hour, What too. time does Florida and, and <laughs> tip, Virginia Tech tip? They tip at 11, so... So I still got time. You got it's the last hour. <laughs> this is one hour left, folks. Less than an hour left to get into the bracket challenge presented by Amigos Mexican Grill. Uh, don't forget to go see our friends Noe in Spring Hill, Ben in Lewisburg, and Hugo over in Chapel Hill. They have some of the best margaritas and Mexican food in the area. You can also get it catered as low as ten dollars a person. You can't beat that. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Really good food over at uh, Amigos. They've got bingo and trivia and live music in Spring Hill on Sundays from 6 to 8. So that's always cool, too. So uh, make sure to go see our friends at Amigos Mexican Grill in one of their three great locations, Spring Hill, Lewisburg, or Chapel Hill. By the way, I used to do a lot of my college work the same way. Oh, listen. <clears throat> I have... Because you know how, how we are about transcribing interviews i'm the same way hate it it's the worst so i mean i would wait till the absolute last second to transcribe the interview because once i transcribe the interview my story flows Uh yeah i mean that don't take any time at all it's the transcription that gets you and so i'm just like you know i'm just gonna put this off as long as possible and one time i had a story that was like the interview was an hour and a half Uh And it was a bunch of stuff like that wasn't necessary. So, like, sifting through what was important and what wasn't was also in there, and that was kind of, you know, a chore. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I feel you on that that last-minute thing. Yeah. All right, let's talk some NCAA hoops. Did you finally get in, Andrew? It says my uh, my email's already been used, so I'm going to have to reset the password or I something. I guess so. I got, what, 50 minutes left? Yeah, well. I'm sure I can figure it out. We'll, we'll we'll get yeah, you. You got time. How much you know? How, how much you know about NASCAR? Um, I know that they take a lot of left turns. 
And that's, Great. That's about it. In segment six, you yeah. can take care of that because we'll be talking NASCAR. <laughs> 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 we'll get Terry on to talk NASCAR, and you can do that. No, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this, and we've uh, you can't really do anything but overanalyze the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's just period. That's. But here, the thing is, you know, this year, for me in particular, I'm kind of a blank slate, so it, it's a little easier just because I don't have a whole lot cluttering my selection process i hear you i I, i'm just so first of all georgia tech lost their their big man so he's out at least till next weekend if they but i don't think they'll get i don't think they can get there i don't think it's if without him i mean they they found a way to win a couple of games in the uh, tournament without him playing well but he's still there and he's still, you know, somebody you have to think about defensively. Without him on the floor, and he's their – first of all, they struggle rebounding anyway, and he's their best rebounder. He's the best rebounder on a bad rebounding team. That is not <laughs> going to play well in the not NCAA tournament. <laughs> so that's – to me, I think that's, that's really where Loyola has the advantage. So uh, Loyola – I'm sorry, Georgia Tech is missing uh, one of their better players. Oklahoma Oklahoma has their second-leading score out this weekend. So uh, you can see how COVID has impacted a lot of these situations. Uh, So that's one reason, like, I've had to go in and just make sure that I had certain teams. And then once you change one team, it might mess you up. And Depending on, you know, how far down you had. That team. Right. So it just, you know, it it can be a a struggle. That's how I've ended up with three different national champions in the last week of picking this thing. So are you going to pick – did you say you had already picked a women's bracket as well? I did pick a women's bracket. I have all four Final Four teams, SEC teams. That's right. That's right. So (laughs) with Tennessee winning it all. It just means more. Go Lady Vols. Speaking of – Women's brackets and men's brackets. <laughs> and women's tournaments and men's tournaments. We got to talk about this. Listen. I don't know if you have seen it. JP, have you, have you seen the, the, the pictures comparing the weight rooms between the men's tournament and the women's tournament and the swag bags from the men's tournament and the women's tournament? I have not. Oh, now, I've, yeah. not I've not seen the swag bags, but I did see the um, – the, um, tweet and the um tiktok from sedona prince who plays at oregon and if you have twitter you need to go check it out because we probably won't we won't do it justice here on the air but she says let me put it on twitter too because this needs the attention so at fos front office sports has a thread of showing the men's locker room versus the women's locker room um (laughs) this is ridiculous i can't even believe it y'all the swag bag for the men's tournament includes what looks like maybe a blanket and pillowcases i I can't really tell there's a box which i assume has shoes and it looks like a shoe box lord 
Um, I think there's um, John Thompson's autobiography is in there. John well. Thompson's autobiography is in there. There's uh, whatever this is over here. Um, I don't know. These are some stickers, March Madness stickers. Here's a, a March Madness hoodie. Jeez. Now they got two-in-one uh, body wash uh, from Suave. They got some sport body wash from Suave, Dove Men Care, uh, three things of deodorant. Three one from Axe. So from Axe. hopefully they'll give that to their younger brother. Hopefully they're not actually wearing that themselves. Two from Degree. Uh, three packs of Lysol to go wipes. Um, something else with germs. We've got uh, Degree spray on deodorant. Hand sanitizer. Three bottles of that. Uh, of course. Now, of now, now, if you make it to the final four, you may go through all of that. Okay. It's the same amount of time in the women's yeah, tournament. Well, what, did, we'll, what did they get? Because well, I've not seen their swag. Hold day. on. Uh, we're right. not through with the men's yet. We oh, got we bad. got a pen. We well, got a bottle opener of some sort, which is perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> they've got the actual bag that you put the stuff in. Then you've got the March Madness hat. And then here's your 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 passes, right? Oh, some socks, too. Socks. All right. So here's the women's swag bag. Oh, my goodness. The women's swag bag includes a T-shirt, a hat, two water bottles, an umbrella, a scrunchie, um, a puzzle, <laughs> socks, and here's here's the different, the real big difference here. Hmm. One thing of lotion, one deodorant, one body wash, one hand sanitizer, up oh, two de- two deodorants. I'm sorry, and feminine product. Who in their right mind thought that was a good idea? I mean the the difference in the two. Look, here's the thing: is they're in a bubble. They can't go get more. Maybe that maybe they will bring them more if they need more. But how come you're giving the men everything they're going to need to get through the final four when after day one they may not be there? If I'm reading this right, it doesn't stop there. Even the food options, the food look, options look are to be completely different. Oh, uh, well. the food options are different. The weight rooms are different. Yeah, yeah, it's they got full catering for the men and uh, you know, a packed lunch for for the ladies. It looks like, which is just ridiculous. The men's workout facility has free weights, uh, squat bars, bench bars, uh, dumbbells, inclines, everything. The women's one set of dumbbells and sanitized yoga mats. That's their workout facility. Like I said, who thought this was a good idea? I'm so tired <laughs> of hearing the the uh, men bring in more revenue argument. Because this is college It's sports. not about revenue. This is college sports. It's about treating people the way they deserve to be treated. If you want to talk about the disparity in NBA salaries versus WNBA salaries, that's fine. I can see that. We're talking about college sports. We're talking about public institutions. We're talking about the NCAA, which is a, by, by, by the way, a nonprofit organization. The NCAA. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> no cynicism over there. So this just proves that 
I mean, it. there's no good reason for what we're talking about here. There, there's no good reason. I mean, you're, the, individual basketball programs, about 99.6% of men's basketball programs operate in the red. Duke, Kentucky, maybe North Carolina. Some of the Blue Bloods may operate in the black, but that's about it. Football pretty much pays for everything uh, throughout the country. Um, women's programs obviously operate in the red. I mean, almost every sport operates in the red outside of football. So don't tell me it's it, it, it's about the revenue. Now, I understand the TV contract for the NCAA tournament men's side is about a billion dollars, <laughs> where the women's obviously is not. But that doesn't matter. You're talking, there's, there's literal federal law that legislates this. Now, we can argue whether or not there should be federal law to legislate it, and it is what it is. But there's no, it, it's obvious that there's complete and utter disparity in these two tournaments in the way that these athletes have been treated. And I, it's it's insane. Well, and the thing is, I mean, it's not just obvious that they've been mistreated, but someone made a conscious decision to mistreat them. This isn't just oh, this, so this didn't just happen. <laughs> I mean, somebody put together the guy's swag bag. Somebody put together the girl's swag, but bag. not necessarily the same person. Now, but that being said, right hand needs to talk to the left hand. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, there needs to be some kind of communication somewhere that's saying, one, why wasn't the same person putting together both swag bags? I mean, a swag bag's a swag bag. They don't have the same stuff because the guys and the, the women's They use stuff, different stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, even the, the um, and apparel the and that kind different. of thing. Sure. But, but, I mean, still, I mean, you've you got checklists. Why wouldn't the same stuff, with maybe a couple of exceptions, be on both checklists? The checklist is the, is where we should be focusing. How do you not? And here's the thing. I get it. I mean, maybe. I don't know how they acquired this stuff, right? I don't know if it was acquired via sponsorship. I'm, a, I'm sure. Or Suave just said, here's a, you know. A boatload of stuff. Why did Suave give? Maybe it's the company's fault because Suave only gave them one thing of dollar body wash. By the way, those things cost a dollar at Walmart, that Suave body wash that they gave the women. But if you're the NCAA, though, isn't it incumbent upon you to say, hey, we need the same stuff or something, the same quantities for both? One would think. I mean, you've got to be proactive about this. You can't just say, well, that's that's what they gave us. Well, whose fault is that? Yeah. The, and that's an excuse. The The buck has to stop somewhere. I mean, it's still an NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and which is ran, both of these ran by the, NCAA. by the NCAA. And, yes, they have teams of people that are um, charged with taking care of the student-athletes in these capacities. Um Organizing their travel, uh, their room, and the, you know where they stay, getting these 
complimentary bags for their participation. Someone is in charge of reaching out to corporations and asking for items to do this. And that someone is at the NCAA, or at least under the charge of someone at the NCAA. So, yes, it is a an NCAA issue that they aren't talking to each other and, you know, doing something to somewhat equalize this. You know, and it's re- not hard. It's not hard to. It's not to to see, you know, who's, you know, which is which. I mean, you know, anybody can can go to one of these athletes, a, a, a male and a female athlete, and and say, "What'd you get?" and and take these pictures, just as we just showed. So it's not hard to do it. You know, Dan Wilkins' name is not one that is a very welcome one in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, but he had. An article posted late last night from USA Today that that was pretty much spot on from the standpoint that the state of the NCAA right now is such that putting on championships is about the biggest thing they do because they're certainly not, you know, policing things, but in, in, there are a number of other things that they aren't doing, but they seem to theoretically take pride in putting on championships. And with that said, if this is the best they can do with the one thing that they seem to make an effort to do, then maybe you really do need to burn it all down. If this is what it takes to burn it all down, don't give the women anything. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, I'm in the, camp of burning the ncaa to the ground and starting over so i mean i don't want the women to not have anything i'd certainly want them to be able to eat better than what they're eating apparently um but seriously like i mean there needs to be some way to and it's it's just inexcusable the whole thing the weight room the the food the the swag that at least look like you care right it's it would have they would have been better off not having a weight room for the women yeah and and again if you looked at the sedona prince video where the the spokesperson for the ncaa women's championships said it was the weight room situation was sparked by a lack of space and then she she showed you all the space yeah yeah when she turned around with all the there's just chairs and nothing in the middle of it it it, kind of goes back to that saying better to say nothing and be thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt i mean (laughs) yep the ncaa has removed a lot of doubt yeah all right let's take a break you got 36 minutes to get in on the challenge for amigos free queso Hundred bucks on the line from Amigos Mexican Grill. So get in. We'll be right back after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I didn't eat breakfast this morning because I thought we were going to eat lunch, so just saying. We're going to eat lunch. (laughs) We just may not eat it. As as soon as we had anticipated. Welcome back into the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this Friday edition as we approach the bottom of the second hour here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are live on Facebook. If you missed any part of today's show, don't forget the podcast is available. Any part of today's show or yesterday's show or any other show that we've had, it's on the podcast. It's pretty awesome. You can go back and listen to it. You want to listen to what we had to talk about in October last year? You can. It's there. It's SM-TN Sports today. Just go to the website, sm-tnsports.com. The podcast tab is at the top. Drop-down menu, prep sports, hour two podcast, uh, special guests, all that and more on the website, sm-tnsports.com. Check it out. Now, let's talk a little Titans. And... We have Andrew here who knows a lot more about the Titans than I do, for sure. We do. Um, <laughs> I'll concede as well. But I got this. Que- I got a question for you, Andrew. Okay. We know Malcolm Butler, Adoree Jackson, yep. uh, Christian Fulton, and Desmond King, mm-hmm. all been released, not with the Titans. Well, we still have Christian Fulton. Oh, is he still? He's, he's yeah. He's still on his rookie deal. And I think they re-signed Desmond King. Did nope. they not? He nope. went to Houston, didn't he? Oh, I believe they, so. Yeah. There Just was literally a tweet last night that said, "Thanks, to, thanks Nashville for everything. We appreciate it." Deuce. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. So, which leaves you Christian Fulton and Janoris Jenkins, which I don't think that's been official yet. But when it does, it's coming. And Breon Borders. So how does that make you feel? Well, here's here's, here's what I'm telling you is. Kyle Fuller is now a free agent, yep. and if he's not in Nashville by Sundown. Monday, <laughs> yeah, then J. Rob's going to have some answers, questions to answer. I mean, this I, is a, this is a, a former All Pro. Kyle Fuller has to be the top guy on the list right now. Well, I right? take him. I take him over. I don't even know the guy's name that we signed yesterday. Um, some former first round pick from the Texans. Uh, Played for Houston for four years, then went to Buffalo. Got cut Kevin there. Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Yeah, I, you know, I'd take him over that. Some people think he's just a nickel anyway. Thing, but I think what's become clear, at least to me, is that they're fixing the front seven, kind of the way Tampa Bay did. They think get to the quarterback makes the secondary play a lot easier when you don't have to cover As receivers for 10, 15 seconds yeah. when they're going to get open every single time. Um, but free agency has just started. Um, of course, I'm on I'm on social media. I'm on all the fan pages, and I find it kind of funny all these years since John Robinson, the GM, has been in. It's been like that meme where they're poking the bear with a stick, like, come on, do something. 
do something. Well, he released the entire defense. <laughs> you wanted me to do something. He's doing something, and he's he's. I think they they. Wait a minute, do something, but don't do that. Well, yeah. I think their mindset is it was the players, not the coaches, that was the issue last year. And that's fine. And we'll see. Yeah, yeah because we have the same coaches. Right. Just one of them has an actual title now. I think it's interesting um, that so much has taken place on the defensive side of the ball. Meanwhile, again, as we talked, two of your top three tackles are coming off of injury slash surgery, and you released a third one, and you traded a body at but that But you position. got Kendall Lamb, who's a great pass-catching I did read this morning we brought, if reports are true, Sambrello. Sambrello is back, yes. That covered for LaJuan when he was gone. So Mm -hmm. Perhaps they see him as a full-time tackle. It's interesting. I'll be honest, the only one. I wonder what – I I didn't realize until I was watching um, SportsCenter last night, one of the few nights I've watched SportsCenter, and I don't know when, just looking for NCAA highlights, I guess. But um, Eric Fisher from the Chiefs, still available. Just for what that's worth. Well, it's. I guess he's a left tackle, though, and and if Lawan is healthy, that's where he's going to be. So, I mean, just the salary cap this year, of course, is just going down. Mm-hmm. What over fifteen million dollars? You know, league wide, kind of hurt us. Of course, it opens back up twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. But I mean, they had to make some tough choices. The only one that I'm really upset about, honestly, is 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 getting rid of Dennis Kelly who I really enjoyed his time here since uh, this is kind of John Robinson's first big trade when he when he started uh, working here with us. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of fleeced the, the Eagles, giving them DGB for, for Dennis Kelly, which you know, worked out. But the, Yeah. That... This this offseason, this could really put John Robinson on the hot seat. And we, we or, love him. Or he could make him look like a genius. It could. It could. It, it's, it's definitely shaping up as a – Feast or, or famine mm-hmm. off yeah. off season for him, yeah. I mean, Danico Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, that's which, gonna be which huge. I love. I love the Autry signing. Anywhere he's gone, Oakland, Indianapolis, he's he's an absolute monster. He makes everyone around him better. You know, Autry and Simmons right next to each other gets me excited. Yeah, and then Bud Dupree and Harold Landry on the outside gets me with Jayon Brown in the middle. Yes. Uh, of course, Bud Dupree is not going to come. He's not going to get you the 17, 20 sacks that every fan, you know, dreams of, of having on their team. But if you get someone that comes in and has 7 to 10 to 11 sacks who plays every down, just like Harold Landry does. Here for it. Particularly here. Yes. Where nobody has really had big sack numbers since Javon Curtis. Yeah, since the freak. Really. Out in random seasons, Jason Babin in 2010 had – Twelve Who? and a half, exactly, exactly. Arakpo a couple years ago had ten, but other than that, where's where's the the big time uh, pass rusher that we've been looking for? And since? and in this league at this time, you've got to be able to disrupt the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I saw a tweet that said that the Titans are uh, treating two of the most important positions in the National Football League, wide receiver and cornerback, like other teams treat their fullbacks. Yep, I read that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's pretty funny because it they're is not wrong. funny. Well, I guess they figure, well, hey, we got AJ. You know who we need, and this actually 
came across my, my Twitter feed a couple days ago. Quote, being a free agent is fun. From at C Flash P eighty four. And then later on, what did it say? Just uh come home, Tennessee needs you. And he said, At Titans, hit my line. Hit Cordero my line. Patterson. Yep. Could you I mean, look, that's a guy who he's not a he's he's not a great wide receiver, but dude can fly. And he'll he catch. would address he would address a number of areas because you can put it back there, kick returner. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he returns punts or not, but, but you can. I'm sure he could. could. But you can put him at kick returner, and and you can put him at receiver. And heck, even if you don't want to throw it to him necessarily, you can give it to him on a jet every now and then. I mean, he's a guy that's going to demand defenses' attention. And really, when you've got an AJ Brown. I almost said A.J. Green. When you've got an A.J. Brown, that's really all you need is somebody to kind of balance up the field a little bit so that you can't slant everything to him. And, I mean, even if you throw it to Patterson two or three times on a fly, that's going to make you have to play them straight You've got to play deep. Yep. Yeah, so it's not – I don't think it's out of the realm of – it, it doesn't not make sense. They're going to have to do something. Yeah. They can't wait to the draft to take one or just two wide receivers. They're going to need to bring another This is a deep in. wide receiver class, it but it's not a class that you can take two. You go get a guy like Patterson, and then you draft one in round two or three, and you feel comfortable about where you're sitting. Well, I don't think they can afford to take two because they've got some other places that need attention in the draft. Right. Like Edge Rusher. Even tied in one. We don't have a tied in one right now. I mean, I guess you can talk about Swain and Ferkser. They're, they're, but I, I don't see Ferkser as a tied in one. I see him as just a, as he's been since he's been on the team, a, right. a, a chain mover on short downs. You need a first down, you're going to go to Anthony Ferkser. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to, he's going to get you five yards when you need five yards. Of course, yep. I don't know if tight end is really that important of a position on this team. Well, apparently outside, not. Outside of it, blocking. It can be. And that's why I like Swaim and Ferkser because they are big bodies who can get in yeah. some folks' way during while we're trying to run the ball. But, yes, the tight end position is less important than the wide receiver two or even wide receiver three. Yeah. I mean, you, you still need a slot guy. Before you need anything else. Yeah. You know, you need those two wide receivers. And I think that's why Ferkser and Swaim are, are the guys because I don't think I don't think they're necessarily going to be that important in the game plan. Can agree with that. We'll see. I mean It's it's definitely going to continue to bear watching up to and after the draft, I think. Just to see how that shakes out. I will be certainly interested. Hey, uh, just so I've, I'm, I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans, um, the uh, whatever, just the topic on Twitter, and they they tweeted 14 hours ago about Nate Bergazzi's, uh new Netflix special. If you guys are not a fan of uh, of Nate, you should definitely watch this. This uh, comedy special on Netflix, it's hilarious. You realize you were occupying space with Nate Bargatze's dad when we were in Murfreesboro, right? Oh. 
The the guy that gave me the key. The guy that gave you the well. When you said his name, I thought interesting. I wonder if that's yeah interesting. Anyway, Nate's hilarious. Greatest average American is on Netflix. It's available, so <laughs> go watch it. Greatest average American. I like that. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I, do you guys remember when uh, a couple weeks ago when the the dump truck went through Zanies? Yeah, it hit his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It hit Nate face. It's just pretty funny. Oh, man. It's like, all right, that's the guy. Um, so let's let's just go real quick. You're signing one guy today. Who are you signing? Any position. Any position. You're signing one guy today. Mm, for fun. Because mm. I know he's still out there. Mr. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Can you imagine AJ Brown and Juju Smith Schuster on the field? See, here's here, here's my problem with Juju. I think Juju thinks he's a number one, yeah. and so I don't know. I, I think he's a number two, really and I, number two, and 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 I and I I don't know that he's going to go somewhere to be a number two. I don't know that he has the mindset of a number two. I would go Ty Hilton. Mm. I'd be okay with that one. That's a that's solid aging, I, but can still play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He, and knows there. his role. Yeah, yeah. And the more Colts we can get to stick it to him, I'm for that. Too. That's the biggest reason Audrey came to sign with us. Exactly. He wants to, he wants he, to get yeah, to the he Colts. said that they know what they lost, and I'm yep. going to make sure that they know it twice Man, a year. Just, basically, just, yeah. He, he's so far he's he's got to be my favorite signing. Yeah. He's. He's going to be a monster. Up well, like you said, run. he and Simmons playing shoulder to shoulder is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, do you double team six foot six Autry or like six foot seven Jeffrey Simmons? Like, you know, pick your poison. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're going to have to double one of them, and whichever one you do, the other one's going to raise hell. A, a, so, yeah. a fun fact about Autry: I was reading when he got signed back last year when he was playing for the Colts. Um, of course, he had seven and a half sacks on his own on a stacked Colts defense. The plays where he's rushing the quarterback, he gets double teamed almost sixty percent of the time, almost sixty percent. And just just in the way that he rushes the quarterback, he created five extra sacks for players around him on the Colts defense last year. Go ahead, double and, double him sixty percent of the time this year with Jeff with Jeff Simmons. Where someone gets five sacks on the defense this year is probably already more than someone had on the defense last year. <laughs> so, you know. Of course, and like I said, Bud Dupree, he's he he goes. He doesn't he doesn't have an off switch. He plays three downs. Harold Landry plays three downs. Neither one of them stop coming off the edge. And of course, you know, Jayon Brown, which has very quickly become one of my all time favorite Titans, turning down other deals just to come back right. on a short term, kind of low cap hit money deal. Um, of course the jury's still out on Rashawn Evans. We'll see if he can get back to his twenty nineteen form. He had a little bit of a down year last year, but the defense got blown up. It's not complete, but it's it's kind of already starting to look a little bit better than last year. Wouldn't take much. No, it wouldn't, would it? Yeah. So, JP, Chris, let's. Get, well, if you guys could sign one one guy today, who would it be? Or or if you don't even have a person, where would it be? Because because obviously Andrew and I think receiver mm-hmm. needs some attention. Honestly, I mean, I, I think it's Fuller. 
I mean, it's the that's the one guy you can go get that shores up your defensive backfield that you can build around, right? You've got Jenkins, who's not the guy you're going to build around, but you, you I mean, Fuller, uh, Christian Fulton, and Jenkins, I feel comfortable with that. I don't know. That's it's just, just a question of money at this point. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, you know, the the mention of Cordero Patterson, I like that. Mm. That, that does kind of um, – intrigue me because the type of weapon that he presents uh i think would be a nice uh a nice pickup uh, to complement a lot of things uh and you know the the tight ends talking about uh, ferkster and swain while uh andrew you mentioned not being a, a one the question is together do they make a one are they uh together collectively are they a, a number one tight end well john new smith as athletic as he was was only a at best, a 400-yard tight end. You can get 400 yards out of, out of the two, two of them. separate tight ends. Of course, you're not going to be able to line them up in the backfield like you could John <laughs> Smith. Yeah. But but that's not something you have to do right. either. That was just um, – We got it, so let's use it. Yeah, right. that was just them kind of playing with a toy right there, right. I think. You, you, can get, but, you can get 400 yards and eight touchdowns out of Jeff Swain and Anthony Ferkser. So maybe, maybe then – yeah, they're not as you know. Robinson isn't uh, as uh, down on the tight end position as it may appear by by letting Johnu go. If you got a couple of guys like that that you are that are on the cheap, we weren't going to pay him twelve five either way. Oh no, same as we weren't yeah. going to pay Corey Davis twelve five. So I mean, it, it it was what it was. And I'm not real sure I understand why the Jets are paying Corey Davis twelve five. <laughs> you said it. No. You know why. That's because of the New York. Because it's New York. Yeah, it's why. the Jets. J J E T S. Jets. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little NASCAR, and we'll let uh, Andrew finally get set up on the right. tournament challenge because you have 15 minutes left to get in on the tournament challenge. Uh, free queso on the line. Hundred hundred dollar <laughs> gift card to uh, to Amigos Mexican Grill. Uh, so ESPN. Bracket challenge, SM-TN sports challenge, password SMTN sports, all lowercase, all one word. We'll be right back. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day on this Friday edition presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint as we get ready to take you into the weekend. The NCAA basketball tournament tipping off in just a few minutes. Day one and two, the best, among the best two days in sports, no doubt. Wasn't it uh, leading our poll? I believe My it. selection again, looking for another dub in our... Uh, <laughs> In our poll competition, we're just not even going to keep up with it anymore. Um, yes, at fifty three point eight percent. Oh, so now you're no longer interested in keeping up. With ah. you didn't mind reminding mm. me that you and JP both picked Loretta last Saturday, though, did you? We did. 
See. We're just not going to keep up with how many times JP's won because I think he's won like six or seven in a row. <laughs> I wonder if we should make a bonus poll out of our Titans are for a day. Titans are, yeah. yeah. That's not between, between Juju, T.Y., Cordero, and Kyle Fuller. We could do it. Let's, let's do that. Oh, man. Got a lot of uh, a lot of weekend action in hoops, but also on the asphalt down in the A, the ATL, the ATL, Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend at two o'clock on Fox. You can catch the Folds of Honor Quick Trip Five Hundred. Uh, it will not be a quick trip for most. My guess is it's five hundred la- or five hundred miles. So it's that's what Gilligan said. Still, yeah, three hours. hours. That's about what this is going to take, too. Three hours. Uh, Joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Terry the Chicken Man, Wilcox, T. Willie in the house. What's going on? Hey, not much, guys. Just uh, I'm excited about uh, this weekend. I'm really excited about today. Uh, I don't know if JP may remember this, but. Back when all this COVID hit and we did a poll and asked what was the one thing each person missed the most out of this last year. And for me, it was the NCAA basketball tournament. I don't think there's anything else like it. So I'm pumped. I'm at home right now until I got to be back at three for the race, but uh, I'll be watching. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Who, who you got? Who you got in your bracket? Are you, are you in our bracket challenge? Oh, no. he, I don't know. I did not. Uh, I didn't think it was fair. Uh, oh, I don't want to take you guys. To the wow. wow. I, actually have, I actually have two separate brackets. One I went with who I think a win, which is Gonzaga. Uh, it's hard to bet against uh, them this year. Uh, and my other pick is uh, Alabama. If one of those two wins, I'll win some money. So. I'm a if little. I su- was a gambling man. I'm I'm kind of surprised you didn't take Michigan in a bracket. Now I they've uh, if I did more a few more I would have but uh, I, I don't know they they struggled a little bit in the Big Ten tournament and even the week before uh, they they do have a great coach uh, Howard he, he's that type of a I think he's a players kind of coach and he's been there he knows what it's like so from a player standpoint was on probably the best ever freshman team in the history uh, back then, the Fab Five. But uh, but anyways, I, yeah, I, I hope they do. That's, my heart is wanting them to win, but realistically, I, I don't know if they can get that far. So if they can, they got a shot. But uh, Gonzaga's tough. Gonzaga has everything going for them right now. And I think it's their turn. You know who, so, did, you know, you know who didn't struggle last week? Uh, who did not struggle last week? Yeah. Anybody? I don't know. Gonzaga? Martin, I don't know. Martin Truex. <laughs> Martin Truex, absolutely. And I tell you, when he gets on the roll, he's he's tough to beat. Uh, I'll tell you, the guy who is struggling right now down there, and they're going to his favorite track where he's favored to win is Kevin Harvick. But I'm that team I don't think is there yet this year. It doesn't seem like they've, they've got it together yet. Uh, I know that was the very first race. I know people remember that probably when he took over for Dale Earnhardt. He won that next race mm-hmm. up there in Atlanta. And it was a shock when he did it. But he's And he's been a great racer at that track. But last week out at 
Phoenix. I mean, he was dominant. He's won nine times out there, and he couldn't put it together. So uh, Martin Truex, uh, the other guy I think got to watch out, I think he's, uh, and he likes the high line, is uh, Kyle Larson. I, I think Larson or Truex, I think one of them is going to bring it home. I gotta agree with you, man. Kyle Larson has been fantastic this year. We, we we talked about it before the season. This kid is just a very talented race car driver. He is, and, and he always was. You know, just it's unfortunate what happened. And you know, hopefully, we've gotten past that. And it seems like we have another another young guy, but he's starting way too far back. Twenty ninth is Tyler Reddick. He runs that wall better than anybody, uh, like he did at Miami, Homestead, Miami. But if he wasn't starting back in the 29th, he was in the top 10. I, I would look for him as well to get his first win. But uh, but I like Kyle Larson to win. Uh, and any of the other guys, I mean, Chase Elliott's from Georgia, so he's always going to be a favorite. And he's a hands-on favorite to repeat his champion this year as well, uh, along with uh, Denny Hamlin. So but I look for a good fast. I mean, that Atlanta's the fastest track. That in Texas that they run on anymore because they have no restrictor plates, but that surface will chew up your tires. So it may come down to a pit stop late. Somebody comes in, gets tires. I mean, they they make 5 to 10 miles an hour difference after about 15 laps. It's amazing how much they they slow down. So, so, But the guys that run the high line, like uh, Larson, is not going to burn his tires as much as someone like uh, Harvick, who, as you know, likes to run the bottom at that track. Yeah, he does. uh, Should be. Should be a good race. I got we got two races there tomorrow. The truck and Xfinity, which we'll carry on one hundred three point seven for all of our listeners. Uh, due to Alabama being on at two o'clock tomorrow, but then the Cup race will be on Sunday on one hundred one point seven. I'll be on at twelve thirty with my Parts Buick GMC pre-race show as well. Oh, that's so, good. That's good to know. Well, absolutely. And go ahead. What are your expectations as far as I mean? It, have you been surprised at how well these Toyotas have run this year? Uh, last week at Phoenix, obviously, with uh, three top ten Toyotas of the of the right. five in the in the Cup Series, three of them finished in the top ten. Have you been surprised by that? Well, not really. If you think about it, uh, if you remember, they swapped crew chiefs this year. All mm-hmm. four of those, the big four, and it, it same thing happened with Penske last year. And, you know, it takes a couple of races for them, and you find out which ones gel. But, but the drivers are still the drivers. You still got, you know, you still got uh, Kyle Busch, you got Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, and Christopher, uh, Christopher Bell, I think, the other one, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, them are good, good young, good drivers. We got Christopher Bell, who we've, we've talked about for the last year or two, how good he was going to be, and he's already got a win. So, not really. I think it just took a few races for them to get working together, but I expect them to run well. The Fords are going to run well, and the Chevys, right out the bat, have been running well, but there wasn't a whole lot of changes. And you got your defending champion, obviously, Chase Elliott. You know, you got William Byron. Got some good young talent in the Chevys. I look for a great season. I don't think you're going to see the same four championship weekend. I think you're going to, I think there's going to be somebody that hasn't been, because as we know, it's been the same four drivers pretty much same four out of six or so every year. Yep. Time for some new young guys to get in there. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope you're right. I hope it's like the college football playoff uh, and, and we get some new blood here in, uh, shortly. But uh, all right, 
Terry, thanks for joining us Absolutely. here on this last uh, this this last segment of our Friday edition. But before we let you go, you're welcome. We got <laughs> before we let you go, we got to get one for the road. We got to get silly with T. Okay, Willie. So I hope you're I hope you're ready. You got to think about this one. Uh, did you know that they're not making yardsticks any longer? Oh mm. man, I had no idea. <laughs> Ah, we didn't get the. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, JP. All right. I'm here for you. Terry you Wilcox, the, uh, the chicken man on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Uh, check him out on his pre-race show this weekend on WKOM. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. Thanks you to all of our listeners listening to us on WKOM on the podcast uh, and on Facebook Live. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We'll be back Monday morning, 9 a.m., same bat time, same bat channel, 9 to 11 each and every weekday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. If you missed any part of the day's show, just go ahead and check out the um, the podcast. Just go to our website, sm-tnsports.com. Follow us on Twitter at sm underscore Sports. If you didn't get in the bracket challenge, I'm so sorry that you will not have a chance to win free queso. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here for J.P. Plant and Maurice Patton and Andrew Moore. I'm Chris Yowsing. Have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Cool,